Hey, welcome to the Resolve Podcast, episode number 19. I'm Carly Tizano, a New Year's resolution coach, obsessed with all things goal setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year, and to feel supported every day along the way. I've done several episodes in the last couple of months that I know can seem a little bit like they're splitting hairs talking about minute but important distinctions between things that I at least think are very important and the responses that I've gotten from listeners affirm that they agree that they are very important too. A few weeks ago, we looked at why reaching your goal isn't the goal and that it's much more about the attributes and qualities and tools and skills and tactics and all of that. And building the skill of achieving your goals being much more important than the particular goal you happen to be working on at a given moment, because that is then where you really build character and then what you can use to then reach any other goal you want to in the future. Um, And then a few weeks before that, in episode 11, we talked about the differentiation between what you wish versus what you want and which of those categories you actually want to be pulling goals from (laughs) and why. If you're curious about some of those distinctions or those topics are of interest to you, then definitely check out episode 11 and episode 17. But today we have another somewhat small distinction, but another one that is of vital importance. And it's one that you can recognize pretty easily within yourself and also I think it's one that evokes emotions that are very easy to tell. And so it's easy to tell which of these camps you are in. So today we're looking at the difference between push beliefs and pull beliefs. This is something that I've talked about with a lot of people also recently. And it is the difference between when you are striving to pursue a certain goal or you are working to develop a certain attribute or habit or characteristic in yourself and you can have certain beliefs that are pushing you in that direction the direction you want to go but it's much more of a shoving energy it's one of those things that is compelling to you but it's rough it's not quite what you want whereas pole beliefs are ones that i like to think of it as you in the place that you hope to be It's the things that that version of you believes. And when you can begin to take on those beliefs now, believe them ahead of time, (laughs) they are pulling you from that position of you in the future. It's a really interesting mental picture, but they are the things that you in the future, having those beliefs that you in the present is now able to believe and is using (laughs) those beliefs like ropes to pull you to the place that you want to be as opposed to the you from the past or even the you from the present that's like pushing you uphill, trying to get you where you want to go. So I think the differentiation between push beliefs and pull beliefs is one that's super important. And just by taking a pretty small step back, they're pretty easy to recognize. I was discussing this idea with a few people recently and (laughs) sometimes people have a hard time remembering which energy it is that you want to be coming from and which it is that you want to avoid at least most of the time or at least be aware of. And so I think one of the easiest ways to remember is to think of the magnetic pull. Um, And that's what you want. You want the magnetic pull to pulling you in the direction that you want to go. And it may not always feel quite magnetic or maybe that word doesn't resonate with you, but that's the idea (laughs) that we're going with here. I have used the example of writing my book pretty frequently in episodes, and that's one where I started out with a lot of push beliefs. And sometimes we do have to start out with just acknowledging and using push beliefs to get our momentum started, like pushing a boulder up a hill. And so I shared a little bit a few weeks ago in episode 17 about 
when I was first starting to write my book, I had to do a lot of work on my worthiness and that I did have important things to say or things worth saying that people needed to hear. And so being able to start with those beliefs, those were helpful and certainly better than their alternatives of you have nothing good to say, why are you even doing this? Which some days was where I was starting from. And thoughts like you do have something to say, they are valuable things, people need to hear them, are helpful, but they're still, at least for me, they still feel like pushing the boulder up the hill. They're not the things that my future self who had completed the book, like I have now, or the one who has published and is promoting the book believes, she's not still believing yes, this is valuable, yes, people need to hear this. She has what I view as the next level transcendent belief of I want people to hear this. The things I am sharing are very important, not just for me. It's so valuable to hear from someone else's experience. I'm so grateful that I get to share my experience through this book and help other people in that way. That's something that when I finally was able to take on those beliefs, it was so much more helpful to have those beliefs pulling me up the hill. And not every goal is like being pulled up a hill, but it's a helpful metaphor, <laughs> at least for this discussion. Another common one that I find pretty much all the time, I find that I'm often in a push belief when my belief or my thoughts are centered on me and what I want or what I can do to benefit from something because one of my strongest pull beliefs with everything, whether it be writing the book or serving my clients or promoting stuff that my clients will see or read, even producing this podcast, when I can come to that activity, whatever it may be, from the place of I'm not doing it for me, I'm doing it for them, fill in XYZ belief about who them is in the context of this podcast. And of course it would be you as a listener that I'm doing this for you. And that is an instant switch in my brain. I can feel the way that thought feels in my brain is so much better than when I'm focused on me or how I'm feeling. Oftentimes it kind of sinks into like, why am I doing this again? It's not that important, it's just me, this is nothing new. Like those beliefs are never gonna be helpful And even if I can take the next step to push them into push beliefs, as far as it is important, you are saying something valuable, that's still not nearly as important to me and doesn't have nearly the same effect on my actions or feelings as when I step into that pull belief of this has value, but it isn't just about me. It's about the value that it has to the people that I'm creating it for. The easiest way to tell whether you're acting from push energy or pull energy is just to be able to recognize the feeling of what each feels like when you're taking action from that place. If you can think back on a time in your life when you felt particularly motivated or everything felt like it was in alignment or you were acting from a particular place of passion or purpose and everything was coming to you pretty easily or you were in that flow state that people talk about where you're not really aware of time passing, you're just taking action and it's all flowing from you very smoothly, that is when you're taking action from pull energy. So if you can think of a time in your life when you have felt that, then that is most likely an example that you can reflect back on as a time when you felt that energy that now you want to feel and utilize and capture going forward. And I know you can get sidetracked pretty easily trying to suss out the difference in smaller minute interactions where it may not be particularly powerful, but when you can capitalize on pull energy and you can find and recognize and tap into that more readily or more often, it can have a really powerful impact on the rest of your life because it's not about getting somewhere faster. It may seem like it the energy it takes to pull something as opposed to pushing something, but this is really not about speed. It's not about getting to your destination or your goal faster. It's much more about the energy 
and the ease with which you were able to do something. And you can t do the exact same action from pull energy or push energy. So one that comes to mind for me is writing blog posts or coming up with social media content or engaging with other people on social media. Those are things that for me, doing it from push or pull energy isn't about the speed at which I can get the task done. Rather, it's much more about the energy that I am bringing to the task because the blog posts that I'm writing because I should or I have to or because it was on my schedule and next and I need to get it done as opposed to focusing on it from the perspective of this is powerful content or thinking about the way that what I'm sharing could help someone else with whatever they may be struggling with at a given moment, or even just sharing a book that I think that they will enjoy, or being able to express myself through writing. Those are much more powerful pull energies that are moving me in the direction of releasing a blog post I'm actually proud of, as opposed to forcing myself to write something that I then may or may not actually be that happy with the result of. You can also think about this in terms of losing weight. A lot of people lose weight because they hate their body and they hate the way it looks. And so they are losing weight and going through all the actions that requires the increased exercise, often decreased portion sizes, watching what food it is they're actually putting into their body and using for fuel. They're taking all of those actions from a place of self-loathing, of not really truly taking care of themselves, but rather just trying to change their appearance or the number on the scale as opposed to the people who are able to take probably those exact same actions, but from a place of love and compassion, of wanting to take care of themselves in their body or thinking about how they want to be able to show up for themselves in five or 10 or 20 or 25 years. And they can take all of those exact same actions from a much more loving and compassionate place. And that perspective, approaching weight loss that way is much more likely to be pulling you in the direction that you want to go, as opposed to pushing yourself to a place where sure, the number on the scale may be lower. Sure, you may be able to fit into the next size down jeans, but you're still gonna have that self-loathing with you and it's just gonna make the whole rest of the process that much harder. <laughs> I always joke that you're not gonna get where you want to be from negative energy. The push energy might get you to the top of the hill, so your goal may be checked off, but if you're doing it from the negative push energy, you're not gonna be feeling the way that you wanted to when you got to your goal. So you may get there, but there may not actually be someplace you want to be if you're still hating yourself, if you're still pushing and shoving and ignoring the things that truly matter to you that come to the forefront when you're taking action from that place of alignment. One easy way to tell if you are coming at something from push energy as opposed to pull energy is if the thought that you're believing has the word should in it <laughs> or have to. I have to do this. I have to make progress. I have to help this person. I have to show up in a certain way or thinking that you should do any of those things. That is often an indicator or a red flag that you are doing something, you're taking some action from a push energy as opposed to being pulled in the direction you want to go. It has much more of a force behind it um, and force not in a good way, the shoving something up a hill idea. I also want you to keep in mind that there are some emotions that we want to feel, but they aren't particularly powerful when it comes to the push or the pull. So these I like to think of as things like happiness and contentment, and they are very nice emotions and they feel good. And we do certainly not want to ignore them. We want to feel them, but they're not ones that are particularly powerful catalysts um, for motivation. So they're not things that are likely to push or pull you in a certain direction. They're just things that you may want to feel along the way as you continue to move in the direction you want to go, hopefully through pull energy. 
you also probably want to take some time to recognize that someone's push belief may be your pull belief and someone's pull belief may be your push belief. A thought resonates differently for everyone. If you hear something that I say that is very motivating to you or feels like a pull belief to you, definitely don't discount it. There certainly isn't a set number of phrases or thoughts or beliefs that fall into one category or the other. It's very variable dependent on you and your beliefs and any other number of things. But I do want you to recognize that since there are no hard and fast categories, you have to do a little bit more of the work for yourself to step out and recognize which for you falls into which category. The thoughts that are push or pull energy for you are probably different than they would be for someone else. There's something that's unique to you and that's totally okay. But if you are able to identify someone else's pull beliefs that are particularly powerful for you, you can tap into their collective momentum. And I like to think of it as coasting behind them. You're, you're able to capitalize on that energy as well and to be rewarded from it. It's, it goes back to that magnetic pull idea of you're able to use their magnet the thought that they use that's so powerful for them to also pull you in the direction that you want to go. Today, our resolve to is probably about what you'd expect, but I want you to resolve to identify your push beliefs and pull beliefs. You can do that kind of on the context of your life as a whole, <laughs> pretty zoomed out, but I would also encourage you to do it within the context of particular things. So whether that be your goals that you're working on specifically this year, one or all of them, your relationships, work, your home life, seriously anything can have push beliefs and pull beliefs. Even if it's not pulling you in the direction of a particular goal, it can be pulling you into a future identity that you want to have in a particular area, the person you want to become. <laughs> They're the person standing at the top of the hill anyway, pulling you in that direction. So any pull belief is ideally going to get you closer to them, whether they're someone who's achieved a certain goal or believes a certain thing or acts in a certain way. So take the time to identify and recognize for you which beliefs are pulling you in the right direction and which beliefs are merely pushing you the way that you want to go. Now, as far as what I'm reading this week today, I am reading Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. It's very interesting. I'm actually almost done with it. It took me a while to get into it, but now that I am into it, it's a good book. I'm glad that I read it. It reminds me quite a bit of The Dinner List, which I read last year, in that they both are a really sweet story, but they're based on a premise that you have to be willing to accept. So in the case of The Dinner List, that's that you could have dinner with all the people who've meant the most to you who are alive now and deceased. And in this book, it's that you can travel through time both forwards and backwards. So if you are willing to accept those premises, then you would probably enjoy both of these books if you're looking for a light but sweet um, and meaningful read. And today I want to toast something fun and exciting when this episode is coming out. I am not at home, not at my desk. I am actually in Florida helping my parents move in and get settled into their new home. My parents retired at the end of last year and so now they are officially in retirement and like good retired people do, they have bought a home across the country <laughs> to fall into the role of snowbirds. So I'm super excited for that transition for them and I am also very excited that I got to come and help them unpack and get settled in their new home. Enjoy a little bit of sunshine because back home in January there is not very much of that. Do some swimming, see some alligators, all the good Florida stuff. So I want to toast the transition for them, the ability that I got to come to Florida to enjoy Florida and to all that lies ahead, of course, for them and me as I have an excuse to come visit Florida pretty much whenever I want to. 
And with that, thanks for tuning into the Resolve podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Tizano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show and subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss another great episode next week. For the show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlychisano.com. Until next time, here's to all that lies ahead.